Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, besties. Welcome back to Try Not to Care, or if you're new here, welcome to Try Not to Care. I'm Ashley. We're just going to jump right into today's episode and talk about how comparing yourself to others derails your progress towards your goals. Something that I've learned through comparing myself to others is when I do it, I tend to focus way too much on what they're doing and lose sight of what actually matters to me, what I actually want. There's times where you might see someone excelling at something and them doing well triggers you and leads you into thinking you're doing bad when you're not at all. There's times where what that person's doing isn't something that you actually want or care about. It just hurts because them having that makes you feel like you're lacking it when you actually aren't at all. Throughout my journey with podcasting, my thoughts about myself and how well I'm doing at everything has really fluctuated. I think in the beginning of my success with trying to care, I was really good at acknowledging it. I knew I was doing a good job. I never really questioned my path. And quite frankly, I was just proud of myself. But as time goes on, I find myself comparing where I'm at to where others are who are also in the podcast space. I find myself comparing what opportunities they're being given how they're running their podcast, how they're expanding, and how they're collaborating with others. Although I'm guilty of feeling and thinking this way, I can acknowledge that it's not productive. It's actually quite harmful. You aren't going to feel better about who you are, what you're doing, by judging your performance based off others. When you compare yourself to others and you start questioning who you are and what you're doing in comparison to what they're doing, It's easy for you to want to quit the way you do things and shape your methods to look more like others who you think are doing better than you. You might think, this thing is working for them, so if I just do what they're doing, it'll work for me. The reason why this is not productive or helpful in any way is because when you do this, you disrupt the path that you were already on that has been making progress by going down a different path that might not lead you to where you want to be. Your path may look different and take longer than others, but the difference is your path leads you to where you want to be where theirs doesn't. The reason why my growth with this podcast has been organic from the start is because I was focused on growing it the way I wanted to rather than trying to replicate what others were doing. I wouldn't have helped the people I have. I wouldn't have influenced the people I have. I wouldn't have gotten to where I am by copying and pasting what others were doing. Just because my mutuals are networking differently than I do doesn't mean what I'm doing is wrong. Just because other podcasters are having guests on and are podcast swapping doesn't mean that I have to go do that just to be recognized or taken more seriously as a podcaster. Having guests on the show isn't something that seems 
right for me right now. If I take my focus off what I'm doing and what has worked for the show to have guests on, just to say I have them, it's going to negatively impact the quality of the show. And in my opinion, that's what happens when you focus on what others are doing instead of what you're doing. When you put way too much attention and value on others and their ideas, you will end up negatively impacting the quality of your time and what actually matters to you. When I compare myself to others who are in similar spaces that I'm in and I see them doing well, it leads me to discrediting myself. I could have worked my ass off for six months straight. I could have crossed every single thing off my list of things to do. I could have completed everything off my vision board. I could have done everything right. And you would think I I would be proud of myself and I would be congratulating myself but I'm not because I'm not focusing on all the good things that I've done. I'm focusing on all the good things others have done that I haven't. Their wins outweigh mine. Going back to the whole guest on the podcast situation, I never wanted guests. I didn't start this podcast with the intention of being a podcast that interviews people or has these super deep conversations with other people. Is it something that I might pursue in the future? Maybe, I I don't know. But I started this podcast to just get my thoughts out there and just to talk and hope someone would listen. And while doing that, I've created a damn good podcast and I have amazing listeners. And I did that all by myself. But even though this is an incredible thing I've built and accomplished, My focus keeps shifting from the good I've done to, well, others who are doing what I'm doing are also having guests on. And then my thoughts about how good I'm doing start to lessen because I start thinking, I've been doing this podcast for almost two years and I've only had one guest on. So am I really doing that good of a job? Are people expecting more from me at this point? If I want to be taken more seriously, should I be doing that? But the thing is, Even if I were to start having guests on the show, those thoughts would never stop because there's always going to be more things that people are doing that I feel like I'm not doing. I'm always going to think I'm not doing enough if I'm rating my success off of others. If you're so focused on what others are doing and so focused on their success, your self-esteem and self-worth are just going to plummet every single time you see them doing well. Every single time they achieve something, you're going to equate that to you lacking something. Not only does comparing yourself to others diminish your self-worth, but it takes away the power that you have that no one else does. You might look at someone else doing well and think, if I want to achieve this, I'm just going to copy what they're doing and make that my new thing. And that might work for you. But when you do that, you take away the things that you already have that that person doesn't. While you're so focused on reshaping yourself to fit the mold of someone you might look up to or you're inspired by, you forget that there are people who are maybe looking up to you in the same way. There's probably things that you do that people are inspired by. There's people that look at you and wish they had what you have. There's people who look at you and think what you're doing is amazing. There's people who are unfortunately doubting themselves because in their head, you're doing more than them. And the reason I bring this up is because if other people can see your worth without even seeing all the hard work that goes into what you publicize, 
you should be giving yourself credit for every single thing you do. If other people can see how well you're doing so clearly, why can't you? Why do you think that others and their success is more meaningful than yours? Why do you want to change yourself to be more like others when you already have good things going for you? All I can think about is what if there's someone who really looks up to you and is inspired by you, but then one day you decide to change everything about yourself to be more like someone else and that person who looks up to you is going to be so confused and honestly, probably let down a little. An example of this, which people may may not agree with me on, and that's totally okay because we all have opinions, art is subjective, but I used to be such a fan of Doja Cat. I found her when she released, I think it was So High, and then I was a really big fan when, when she released Moo and Go to Town. That was before she was like wildly known. Obviously, she still had a fan base. Like I'm not saying I discovered Doja Cat by any means. But this was before she had major fame. And I listened to her music. I supported her for years. And then this past year, she's just made such a change in what she puts out her image, her attitude, her attitude towards her fans in particular. And honestly, that has turned me off a little bit and disappointed me. I do still think she's extremely talented. Don't get me wrong. You'll probably still catch me dancing to her on TikTok. Like I literally just posted one about a month ago, not even a few weeks ago. But I don't have the same feelings that I once did about her. And maybe what she's doing right now is exactly what she wants to do. Maybe she feels more herself than she's ever felt before. Maybe it's just a part of her creative expression. But it would be really sad to know that she's doing this because she thinks it will give her more attention or she's doing it for a certain look or to appear like someone else that she she's maybe inspired by. I don't know. Because who she was for so long to me was enough. Like she didn't have to change this drastically to be better. By no means am I saying that change is bad, like you should change, but sometimes it is fairly obvious when you see someone changing and it's not super authentic. And you're all probably listening like, Ashley, shut the fuck up. Doja Cat does not care about your opinion. She's gonna do what she wants. That's not my point. I'm just giving an example that you don't need to do more to be liked by people because there's already people who like you for who you are and will appreciate you for who you are. And Doja Cat is just the first thing that popped into my head because I was scrolling and I saw something, probably something demonic about her earlier. Enough about Doja Cat. What I've noticed from comparing myself to others is I allow what I'm seeing to drive my behavior, which isn't good because I lose sight of what's actually important to me. I allow my jealousy to win and I end up self-sabotaging. And what I mean by that is I end up hurting me because I'm not doing things anymore for my well-being. I'm doing them to protect my ego. My ego wants to be good at everything and wants that constant validation. So I let that drive me to try to pursue things that others are doing that aren't necessarily for me or that I'm just not that good at. 
An example of me allowing jealousy and my ego to win would be if I were to turn my podcast into a more guest-driven show, even though that's not what Try Not To Care is. I would see others doing this thing that is making them more successful and then just go and do it in hopes it would work for me. But that's where self-sabotage comes in. When you try to do things that you don't actually have interest in, you don't give your 100%. You don't show up the way that you could if you were actually invested. Also, when you do things that are difficult for you, you struggle more than you would if you were doing something that you were good at or that was made for you. Instead of putting your focus on something that is valuable to you and has potential to grow, you put your focus on something that you don't actually care for and that has a high chance at not working. You risk the possibility of things working the way they're supposed to to force something that doesn't align with you all because you were jealous over someone else having that or being good at it. An example I saw online that paints this picture really well is seeing someone succeed at playing an instrument left-handed and then being jealous of the fact they can do that and you can't. So you try and force yourself to play that instrument the same way, but you suck because you're right-handed. You waste all this time trying to be good at something that's made for someone else when you could be good at something that's made for you. But now you're not good at anything because you put all your attention on the wrong thing. You could have spent your time putting your energy into practicing playing, I don't know, guitar, right-handed, and got really good at it. But you didn't because you let jealousy drive your attention elsewhere. And now you can't play guitar at all, all because you thought, well, this person's doing that, so I should. When you had no business playing guitar left-handed. To be honest, I have no idea if you play guitar left or right-handed or if it matters, but that you get the point, okay? Recently, I saw a mutual of mine post about this incredible opportunity that she was given. This opportunity was one that I was also offered, but it kind of fell through and I didn't hear anything about it until I saw her post at the thing that I was supposed to be at. And naturally, when I saw this, my stomach kind of fell into my ass Like, it didn't feel good. I naturally was a little frustrated, maybe even jealous. And when looking at her post, I I never once thought she doesn't deserve this opportunity. The thoughts that I did have, though, were, if she deserves this, why don't I? What am I not doing that warrants me not being invited to this? Am I not doing enough? Is she or are others doing more than me? Maybe I'm not doing as good of a job as I thought I was. Maybe people don't take me seriously. Maybe I'm falling behind. Maybe I should start doing more of what she's doing. But like I just said, what I'm doing works for me. I know it works for me. I know it's helping so many people. I know I've come such a long way and made insane strides. The only time I find myself doubting myself or doubting my abilities is when I'm comparing my progress to others. If it wasn't for me seeing that post... I would not have cared the slightest about the opportunity. I would not have been thinking about it. I wouldn't have been bothered by it. I wouldn't have been bothered that I wasn't there. It wouldn't have been on my radar because it wasn't important to me, which leads me into what inspired today's episode. I was watching this TED Talk. It's called How to Discover Your Authentic Self at Any Age with Bevy Smith. And 
Bevy introduces this idea of you take a note and you give a note. I think this is her idea because I couldn't find anything on the internet about this besides what she talked about in the TED Talk. But essentially what take a note, give a note is when you see someone achieve something and it bothers you, kind of like how I felt when I saw my mutual post about that opportunity, instead of feeding into that jealousy or anger or sadness that you feel when you see something that triggers you, you take a step back and ask yourself a few questions to figure out why you're upset. You try to figure out if these emotions are justified. You might ask yourself, is this something I actually want? Does this align with what I'm doing or with my goals? Would this thing even fit into my life right now? Have I been pursuing this and working towards this? Would I even make time for this if it was presented to me? Do I think I deserve this more than them? When I took a step back and asked myself these questions regarding the opportunity that I didn't get to go to, I realized I probably wouldn't have gone even if we did work out the details. It was very far away. I would have had to buy a plane ticket, a hotel, worked it around my schedule, pre-recorded podcast episodes, worked out the details to see if I would be paid for my time or my travel. I would have had to prepare a presentation and a few more things in a very short amount of time, which all of that could have been done. But it, it is very anxiety provoking. And for something that I didn't really have my heart in, it just didn't seem worth it to me. I'm all for stepping out of your comfort zone and doing hard things, but I wouldn't have been doing this opportunity for the right reasons. I wouldn't have been going because I wanted to. I would have been going to prove something, to show people that I am taken seriously, that I am successful, that I do have a space in the podcast community. I would have been going to show something rather than going to show up for myself. I've never been a good public speaker. I'm not good at giving lessons. You know, I might be good at giving advice, but I'm not good at teaching, especially in front of people. And the opportunity was definitely that kind of vibe. It was standing in front of a crowd and giving a speech, giving a lecture. And I love helping people, but in a way that feels like me. I don't ever want to come across as I have all the answers. I never want to lecture people and tell them how to live their lives. My podcast from the start has always been to give my thoughts, my feelings, my perspective. And if people listen and relate or agree, great. If they don't, great. Once I thought through all of this and I realized that I didn't actually want to go, I looked at that person that did go that did present, and she crushed it. It really was made for her. She's so good at public speaking. She's so good at her craft. And there's a reason she was chosen for that opportunity. Once you ask yourself these questions and you're honest with yourself and you figure out where your mindset really is and why this person's achievement is bothering you, you take a deep breath and you say, their win has nothing to do with my worthiness. Because even if you do want that thing, them having it doesn't take it away from you. They can win and so can you. 
just because I don't feel like I share my message and my thoughts in the way that she does, in the way of lecturing, presenting, standing in front of a crowd, it doesn't mean that I'm not worthy of putting my message out there. It doesn't take away people listening to me because they relate to me. I'm still good at what I do. I just show up differently than she does and that's okay. After you figure out how you're feeling and you understand that their wins are not your loss, you're ready to move on and give that person a note. And by note, she means you congratulate that person in any way that you're able to, whether that's through social media, a text, over the phone, in person. You can repost their post to share with others on your story, just any way that you can. The reason that you do this is, well, one, because you're showing support to others, which makes them feel good, but two, it makes you feel good and it helps you get rid of that icky feeling you were feeling when you first felt triggered. Doing this not only helps you distinguish what you actually want without your emotions and ego getting in the way, but it also helps you not pin yourself against others. Instead of looking at someone and thinking, they're doing good, so I'm doing bad, you find clarity in why you feel that way, which steers you away from believing that the reason you don't have that thing is someone else. You realize the reason you don't have that thing is because you either don't want it, you didn't work for it, you aren't ready for it, or it's just not right for you right now. You leave the interaction knowing that the reason it's not yours is because you either don't want it or it's not yours right now, but it can be in the future. When you come to the realization of what others do has nothing to do with me or my value, you realize that the only real competition you have is yourself. If you see something that triggers you and you ponder why it upset you and you determine that it is something that you do actually want, that you're upset that they have it and you don't, the next step isn't to blame that person for having it or taking it away from you. The next step is figuring out how you can do better to also achieve that thing. Not how to be better than them, but how to be better than what you've been doing. What are things that you can do moving forward that are going to bring you closer to achieving that thing? What's something that you could do today that's better than what you did yesterday? I think that really is the key to not compare yourself to others, but compare yourself to who you were before. It doesn't matter if people are doing good, if you're doing better than what you were doing yesterday, five months ago, a year ago, 10 years ago, even if it seems like other people are ahead of me, it doesn't matter because I'm ahead of where I was two years ago when I was working a shitty job that I fucking hated. Do people have things that I'm currently working towards? Absolutely. Do people have things that I want right now? Absolutely. But I have things right now that I wanted two years ago. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter where other people are because that's their journey. And where you are right now is your journey. I've said this a million times, but there's no set timeline or way of doing things. Everyone works at their own pace and working at your own pace is what's going to make you successful. 
taking your time and being patient with yourself rather than rushing to catch up to where others are when for all you know, it could have taken them 10 years to get to where they are. How do you really expect yourself to be exactly where someone else is when you're just starting? I want to close out my thoughts on all of this with the only things that you should take from others and their success are learning lessons and inspiration. It's okay to look at what others have and want that too. That's actually a really good thing to do. It's good to look at someone's success and think, wow, I want that. It gives you direction and clarity on the things you want out of life. That's totally different from looking at someone's achievements and then beating yourself up over not having those things and telling yourself you'll never have them. That's not productive. That's not going to motivate you to work towards your goals. But looking at someone's achievements and thinking, wow, that's really amazing. I would love to have that one day. I want to work towards that. I love how they do certain things. I want to adapt that into my daily routine. That is a great way to work towards achieving your goals. I don't want it to be twisted. I'm not saying that you should steal people's ideas or steal their identity and just run with it in hopes that it works for you. But taking inspiration from what others do and then incorporating it into what you're already doing can be productive. Sometimes our ideas get a little stale or we lose momentum. So taking inspiration or pointers from someone else can be a really good way to motivate yourself to keep up at what you're doing or tweak it a little bit instead of burning yourself out or feeling discouraged and then just giving up. I hope that this episode helped you in some way. It honestly was very therapeutic for me. You know, I give you all advice, but just because I give good advice doesn't mean I'm always the best at following it. Sometimes I do look at other people and envy. Sometimes I'm not the nicest to myself. Sometimes I'm not the most encouraging. But talking about this is a good way to remind myself that I am worthy of good things. I am doing enough. And what others are doing has nothing to do with me or what I'm doing. It doesn't determine my value. I love the concept of take a note, give a note because it helps define who you are, what you want. It takes away the competition and it also helps the greater good. We're all guilty of self-doubt, but when you give that note to someone else and you tell them, hey, you're doing a great job, it makes them feel seen in the way that you want to feel seen. That person who you felt jealous of might have felt the same way about someone else. You giving them that compliment or that encouragement might be enough for them to take their eyes off someone else and put their attention back on themselves. And that should be the goal, to focus on yourself, be proud of yourself, and not compare yourself to anyone unless it's an older version of you. That is all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did or you just love trying not to care, you love me, I would love if you gave me a five-star review on Spotify and Apple. It really does help me out and I appreciate it so, so much. If you're new here and you want to follow me on my socials and keep up with me, those will be in the show notes. Also, the sponsors of today's episode are also in the show notes. I always do my best to find sponsors that I love and I think you'll love too. 
I always try to get you guys the best discount. So if you like what you heard earlier in the episode, make sure to check those out. As always, thank you so much for listening, besties. I love you so fucking much. And I will talk to you next Monday. Bye, besties.